This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, Cordell, you talked about this on your show, Shaking mm-hmm. It Up Sports, and I wanted to bring it to the podcast because I, I think it's an interesting um, question. We know that the Ravens are probably going to be a tight end heavy set in 2022, which is very similar to mm-hmm. what we saw in 2019 which obviously is the year that Harbs won coach of the year and Lamar Jackson won his unanimous MVP of the year. If everybody comes back together and they're healthy, you got Ronnie Stanley at left tackle and you got, you know, um, Linda Baum at center and the running back situation is is fluid, but in a good way. Um, And then the addition of Isaiah likely. Do you think that the Ravens, particularly Harbs and Lamar are in a position to repeat themselves for what they did in 2019 and getting said accolades as a result. I think they possibly could, to be honest with you. I mean, if you, this, and and this isn't, well, first of all, I can't, I can't be called a homer because (laughs) I'm not necessarily a a fan of the team. This is a projection. But you look at last year, um, when while last year was a forgettable year at the end of the season, it wasn't always that way. Um, up until that Miami game, Lamar Jackson was definitely in the MVP conversation. No doubt about it. Some yes. can make the argument he might have been the front runner uh, of the MVP conversation uh, yep. for the first half of the season last year. The Ravens were the number one seed in the AFC going into December. Yeah, Hobbs was definitely up there for coach of the year because he was winning despite all the injuries that they had already stacked up to that point. Yep. It's not out of the realm to believe that this team, when healthy, could repeat what they did in 2019. And that includes Harps and Lamar walking away with their own individual trophies. I think that their success is tied at the hip. Uh, and, and by that, I mean, if this team is going to be really good, that means Lamar Jackson is going to be really good. Yeah. Um, and by default, if Lamar Jackson is going to be really good, then that means that the Ravens are going to be one of the better teams in the league. If nothing else, the conference, and that's going to throw John Harbaugh's name into coach of the year, especially if they're able to bounce back off of what they did last year, losing the last six games down the stretch end up finishing last in the AFC North, not making the playoffs. They can only go up, number one. And and number two, I, I honestly believe, you, you mentioned it, they're going back to that 2019 formula. This is what, you know, where Lamar looked at his best. 
Uh, I keep saying, while we all have questions about this receiving group, I include the tight. It makes it easier in my mind to not separate the receivers from the tight ends because they're all one in this offense. Like it or not, it just is what it is. A tight end is considered a receiver in this offense. So that's what I'm going to treat it as. Um, And if that's the case, the Ravens have one of the best, if not the best tight end in football. Yeah. Um, And I don't think that this dude can be guarded by anybody, to be honest with you, in single coverage. Um, They got a guy in Isaiah Likely that's looking like he's going to be a one-on-one nightmare as well. Um, I think Rashad Bateman is definitely going to be in line for a big year this year. Now, the offensive line is the biggest question mark. Uh, If the offensive line is going to be good, then Lamar is going to be great. If the Mm -hmm. offensive line is going to be what we saw last year, we're going to get a Lamar Jackson that doesn't trust his O-line and that is looking to uh, immediately run off the snap or not really, you know, be able to look down the field because he's worried about who's rushing him at the time. But all in all, I I do believe that if the Ravens are going to be really good this year, again, that means that Lamar was great. And by default, I think Harbs is going to be in contention for the coach of the year uh, situation. Am I saying that they're going to go 14 and two again? I'm not saying that. But I do, you, you know, with that schedule, that will be hard. Yeah, saying <laughs> they'll go fourteen and two. I mean, this division has gotten tougher since they were in yes. nineteen. The Bengals are no longer a punching bag. You know, uh, I don't expect the Steelers to be anything great, but I, I just there's something about them. I can't overlook them. I, I just coaching. can't overlook the Steelers. Coaching, they, they still yeah. have one of the better coaches you know, in the league, in Mike Tomlin. Yeah, exactly. You got the defensive player of the year and TJ Watt over there. Minka Fitzpatrick as safety a loaded receiving group, a stud and running back, you know, uh, I I can't overlook them. And even the Browns with all the chaos they have going on out there, you know, you just never know. This is the NFL. Um, It's any given Sunday, but I, I do believe that the Ravens are positioning themselves to get back to what worked for them a couple of years ago. I do believe that this, we're looking at a Lamar Jackson that's super motivated. Lamar's talked a lot this off season, more than usual, uh, shooting back at people. Lamar's gotten bigger. Um, he's, he's trying to get a new contract. You know, he, it's, a, it's a lot in, in place right now that I think is, if you look at the formula that's adding up, it tells me Lamar is going to be in line for a big year. I thought that initially anyway. I, I, I just felt like after last year and uh, knowing how big, how important this year is for him and his career contractually, I was expecting a big year for Lamar. So if we're going to get a big time year from Lamar, I would expect Harbs to get that same type of recognition nationally. I, I agree. And I agree with you on the fact that, you you know, um, I, I felt like Lamar was going to come into the season super motivated. I've never even seen like Lamar have, he was playing videos of his workouts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's done that in the past. I don't know. Something about this this year, this off season was different, you know, and, and, and we know that he's added the weight on for himself and All then right. like i said he was doing like like the the things that he was doing in his practice videos was was different he just it feels like there's a different type of motivation geared towards he's tired of hearing the same things he's tired of being used as an engagement uh you know sore uh, soaring post person mm-hmm. he's literally he's become a caricature in social media and in sports. And I mean that in the sense of if you are having a down engagement day, all you got to do is say Lamar Jackson and your engagement numbers straight go up to yep. the roof because it's easy. It's, it's he 
requires that much debating and talking. And so he knows that. He's aware of that. He's tired of hearing the stuff that y'all saying. And he, like you said, I feel like there's some unfinished business that he feels like he missed because he missed, you know, the last quarter of the season. And there's the contract situation, right? Like all of those things combined have me think thinking that Lamar is going to have a good year, a great year, regardless of the fact that his wide receiving core, we consider to be, you know, not as fantastic as the others, but the, he, he, he's always going, he's Lamar Jackson. He's always going to make things go. And as a result, you know, his play, the players are, are, will follow along. I do think that the recipe of 2019 is a good recipe in that regard. And we talked about that on your show in 2019, when they had the two tight end sets with Hearst and with Andrews, you saw so many mis- mismatches. And I think that you'll get that same situation with mm-hmm. Isaiah Likely. I want to bring something up that I saw on um, Twitter real quick yesterday oh, by yeah. uh, Warren Sharp. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you guys know, but um, the Dolphins tight end, Mike uh, Kaseki, he is on the trading block. Or, or they said that they are open to trading him. Now, right. I don't know how true that is, right? But, Probably. He's on, a, he's on a franchise tag, so I don't right. think they want to give him the extension. I would – and so – Sharp brought up him being on the Ravens roster and running four verts. Hey man, hey man, listen. I know that y'all. We, I know that we would love the wide receiver room to be a little bit more full, but if that tight end room looked like that with Andrews, Kasiki, and and um, Likely, and then the other guys, I still, you know, mm. you still got the Nick Boyles, you still got the Josh Olivers, Kolar. We still haven't even seen yet. Hey man. Get that man his MVP right now, cause cause the, three of those guys is like wide receivers anyway. So, and they, yeah, all they, be they are they they are similar to wide receivers. I'll give you that. I don't know. I mean, I, it's it's, it's a little too different. It's something. It's not gonna happen. But I right. would love for it to. Happen. It would be fun. It would be super yeah. fun. You know to see, and I you know it it, it would take the pressure off. Of the inexperience of the wide receivers a little bit. That's that's how I would see it. And they would definitely never get the ball. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you yeah. that now. They're not that's getting the ball. They ain't Bateman. getting the ball. <laughs> Crochet ain't getting the ball. Nobody's getting the ball but the tight ends because they're always gonna be open. Uh, and I mean, Jaseki is he he's another Andrews too, another tight end that can run routes like a receiver. Yep. Uh, I mean, all three of those guys are pretty much cut from the same cloth, to be yep. honest with you. I don't know how it will work. Uh, it's so it different. It probably won't work. But it, it, prob- it probably wouldn't. But in a sick way, it probably could. It just yep. wouldn't be pretty. It wouldn't be pretty. Um, you're well, not, now, explain that. Explain why you don't think it would be pretty. Because you're not going to have any – you're really not going to have a burner. You're not going to have anybody that can really get behind the defense. Sure, you'll have a lot of big body guys that can attack the the intermediate and especially the middle part of the field, but and, and box out some corners and stuff like that. Like they'll have those mismatches, but the 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 threat of the deep ball will be gone. It, it'd yeah. be you, you know it, it'd be gone because you're flooding the field with tight ends at this point. Um, sure, you'd have Bateman out there who could sneak behind, but 
I think you could play something like a cover four or something like that, a cover six that would just allow tell, tell your safeties to just drop back, give don't allow anything deep and kind of just cloud the middle area of the field. Everything yeah. can't be defended, obviously, you know, and I'm saying, again, that's a lot of talent. Those guys could definitely make it work if they if they if they really tried, they could definitely make it work. I just don't know how how uh, appealing to the eye it'll be to to Ravens fans after a while when you see that you're having to just throw 15 yard passes at most uh, out there. But Andrews can run the whole route tree. Jacecki can run the whole route tree. I'm just saying you're not going to have anybody that's going to, you know, you're going to be able to throw the 60 yard bombs to like that. That that Jason part of is also, right there. It's but he'd be the only guy you'd have to worry about. It'd be literally nobody else that you got to worry about running a deep route. So you know it's only one guy taking that route. That that that's that's an easy thing to scheme up against. For me, I I think I'd be able to scheme up against that. I mean, you know, I don't think that you would put them in in the situation every single. I don't think you got to put them in every formation. But look, you can switch your tight ends around because you still you know likely could sit this one out. But then the two you still got Kaseki, you still got Andrews. I mean, you can add you know. Robinson with with uh, Bateman and you know I mean there's so many different ways that you could do it. I'm just cool. saying that one more tight end ain't gonna hurt. Asking for more receivers to now let's just give us more tight ends. Like I mean, listen, <laughs> that was the recipe for 2019. I'm trying to understand if it can't be stopped. I don't know why we we have to change it. That's what the the old adage is, right? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's Man. what they say. So that, my that, thing that is, is, is that if the, if we expect Harbs and Lamar to, to have repeat awards, you got to go back to what was working. And I don't care. I don't care if you know my hand. It's about the way that the hand is played. It's always mm. about the way that the hand is played. And no so in, in that regard, it's like, you know, I, okay, here it is. So now what? You got to stop me. At the end of the day, you got to stop me. And that's that's the bottom line, right? So you know, I I I think we both agreed. I, I'm playing with the just like you think. I know that's not going to happen. Yeah, I, it was just fun to think about right. because we and, do know that he's on the trading block. And and the Ravens itself, just knowing the Ravens, it shoots down the opportunity for that to happen anyway because the Ravens aren't paying anybody. Exactly. And Jacek is on the block because he's looking for a new deal. So right, anybody that's looking for a new contract. <laughs> You can immediately eliminate them from the Ravens uh, at least until Lamar gets his deal. Nobody else is coming into Baltimore that needs a new contract before Lamar Jackson gets. I agree with that. That's very fair. That being said, I do think that going back to the basics and I don't mean basic, like basic, but going back to what works will Mm -hmm. help them both. Um, campaign for you know having um a a repeat success uh in terms of you know being acknowledged as you know one of the greater players in the league and one of the greater coaches in the league and I think that they are aware of that and I think that that's a lot of what we'll see that they do in 2022 and I and another piece of that is that Greg Roman I believe is on the hot seat big time so you talk about going back to what work is he really or, or is, is he is he on the hot he seat is. by us or is he is he really I, on the hot seat? I, I, I think on both sides. I personally I believe he's on the hot seat with us 
and after last year. We were I was surprised that Wink was the one gone before Greg Roman. Is I, I think were you? I, I really was. I think I think Wink did himself in because Wink just did not change at all. And I think Wink is a stronger personality than Roman. Wink's not necessarily the yes man that I believe Roman kind of is. Um, and I'm not saying that Roman's a yes man. I just feel like Roman is more of a guy that's gonna hold his tongue and Wink's not. Yeah. Um, so I, I think in the combination of Wink not changing his style up down the stretch and not knowing when to shut up, probably, and you know, when the coaches got a problem with him, uh got him out of here. But it's no doubt in my mind that I believe that Greg Roman is 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 do or die for him because how many years can you allow yourself to see the same thing over and over and over again? Uh it, it's it's like you talk about going back to what work. I think Roman's going to go back to what work, which goes back to 2019 as well, because he's got to be able to put something out there that is going to be different and something that's going to work. Um, And and for that, for that to happen, for him to be at his best, he's going to go back to what, to what terrorized the league. And that was what he did in 2019. I completely agree. And so I, I, I have to assume that, if that's the case with the the pieces in place, both of those guys, John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson, will succeed and potentially be in a consideration um, in their respected categories. 